Hey, Rock and Rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real-life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. Happy Thanksgiving weekend slash Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. Yeah. Are you out shopping right now? No. Okay. I, I, me either. I'm crowded verse. Yeah. I'm sleeping and eating food and watching football, maybe? Yeah. Well, this is the first year the NFL will have a Friday night game. Oh, yeah. It's Jets and oh, I forget who. Are you a Jets fan being from up there? I am. Okay. I am a long-suffering Jets fan. I've adopted the Titans as well since okay. I moved down here. But So you have two losing teams. Yeah, it's it's the fall's always a rough time because, you know, it's it's football, which is glorious. Yes. But then I have the Jets and the Titans and yeah. not so glorious. But you have Penn State. I do have Penn State as my okay. football team. They're doing okay. They gotta figure out a way to beat Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Once once they can do that. Once then, they get rid of James Franklin, they can figure out how to do that. Uh, they're not going to get rid of James Franklin. No, he's there for a long time. Who are, who are they going to get to replace him? Exactly. And that's and he he'll he'll get a job like tomorrow if he gets fired. So yeah, yeah, he will. Somebody else will be mediocre. Yeah. So yeah, like he did well for Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean he turned that program around. Yeah. Like people in Nashville were actually fans of Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah. for once. Yeah, we were. It we was had season tickets. It was selling out the games. It was amazing. Actually, Vanderbilt fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And then he broke everybody's heart by yes. It, it was it was almost not quite to the level, but almost like Kiffin leaving UT. Oh yeah, to for USC. Yes, because you know mm-hmm. people were excited. They were, yeah. And I've got the Iron Bowl tomorrow. So That's right. Let's see if we can win that one. You never know. It's at Auburn, so yeah, we'll see. Hey, you're uh, if the, what they're they're four and four in the last eight eight games against uh, Auburn. I Something believe. like that. Yeah, and yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, most teams don't have a don't have a 500 record against Alabama during the Saban era. Exactly. So, so hey, that's doing nice. pretty well. Yeah. Speaking of mediocre football, our guest likes a mediocre football team. Welcome to Max C Money. He's <laughs> hey, a fan hey. of Tampa Bay. Oh man, I love the Bucks. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just one of those seasons for me too. I guess. Yeah, they did beat the Titans. I yeah, they beat the Titans, and honestly, I'm kind of a Baker Mayfield fan okay. right now. Okay. Like I honestly don't feel like he's done bad. I don't either. Like, no, I'm I'm pretty happy with him. I as, actually, as long as Mike Evans keeps balling out like uh, that too. Gosh, Mike Evans is just so good. I think we're <laughs> yeah. gonna lose him next year though. So yeah. I don't want to get too attached. Although I already am. I was really hoping Zach Wilson would have a great year. I was Jets. I was too. I and, and you know he's he's done better. Yeah, especially under the circumstances. You're just looking at but, him on the side, and they're like, man, I want you to be good. Yeah. I want you to be good. You look like such a nice little guy. <laughs> a nice little guy. <laughs> nice little guy. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. But wow. but, but I, I can't say that the Buccaneers are all that mediocre. I mean, they, they win this, won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, that which, was- Which is doing way better than what the Titans or the Jets have done. That might have been a little bit of Brady. I feel like it was a little bit of Tom Brady. Yeah. Take it. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would have taken the Brady on the Titans. I mean, we have for, almost for a the same years. team. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah. not really many people have left. Yeah. So. Yeah. Touchdown Lenny left. Touchdown Leonard Fournette. Oh, yes, yes. That's right. By the way, the show's now called Whiskey and Rock and Sports. So yeah. thanks for joining us today. <laughs> so all that to say, today we have uh, a shipment of goods from Barrel. We're going to have yeah. a Barrel of Fun today. Before we start on that, we should talk about, I think, what, two months ago, we went up to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, went to the grand opening of the Barrel Blending Facility, which was yeah. beautiful. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and we got to try a couple. Actually, all the things I think we have on the show today, we tried and we might have teased on some prior episodes, but this is the first time we've actually had them on the show and talked about them and reviewed them. And it's the first time C-Money's getting to yeah. try these. Well, yeah. by trying them too, we also had a literally like a communion cup of yes. of, of the product. Mr. Thimble. Yeah. Oh, well, that's too bad. I was more jealous until I just heard that. <laughs> well, that's why you're here. We're giving you something to be thankful for. Yeah. Well, I, I'm thankful for Barrel. I'm a fan. Yeah, I, me too. I like yeah. all their stuff. Well, this first one we're trying, I think you're really going to be a fan because I know you're a money guy. Yep. You're a little conservative with the way you spend your money. Well, this first one is called the Barrel Foundation Bourbon. So typically, you know, you go and you find the barrels that are 80, 90 bucks. This mm-hmm. one is a price performer. Yeah, okay. I think it's around 50 bucks. And I think you're going to, I think you're going to like what mm. it is. Oh, I, I like a $50 barrel. That's for sure. Yeah, you do. Let's go. So this is a blend of bourbons from Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, and Maryland. The metropolis of whiskey in Maryland, mm. uh, all ranging in age from five to nine years. So it's not young. It's got some age to it. 23% rye and the mash bill gives foundation richness and complexity with the approachable proof point brings out our lush sweetness and dark fruit. Your old fashioned. It'll never be the same. Oh, good yeah. old fashioned. Yeah. Mm. You know, I love an old fashioned. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. So, so it's at an eight year old Kentucky, which what do you think? Barton. Barton, yeah, I think I think's a good guess. Five, six, and nine year old Indiana. One guess there. Yeah. Uh eight year Tennessee, which could either be Dickel or Tennessee distilling. And five and six year old Maryland. Now what's what's Saga Sagamore? Okay. So pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure pretty sure Sagamore. Yeah, it feels right. All right. So guys, get ready, buckle up, because these guys are the kings of tasting notes and nosing notes. So let's get the nose. Are you getting an initial wave of honey? Yeah, I get the honey and the and the dark fruit. Okay, maybe some uh, candied strawberry, dark cherry, mm, dark cherry. What about grilled cantaloupe? I don't, I don't get the cantaloupe. No, nope. I don't get. I've never grilled a cantaloupe. I was gonna say I don't know what grilled cantaloupe smells yeah. like. I guess. How about notes of lavender and fennel? Those should emerge and are balanced by cocoa, brown butter, and cardamom. Brown butter. Yeah. Yep. Grilled peaches and hazelnut, followed by a burst of lemon and lime zest with a touch of oily. Waxy fruit peel. <laughs> okay, that's a lot. That is a lot. I'm trying to think of what wasn't included in that. I know. <laughs> I definitely got some of that. Yeah. All right. I think we need, need to try it now. Tastes like a barrel to me. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have the complexity that you would get in their batches. No. But uh, it could also be the lower proof point, too, yeah, than the, what you usually used to with a barrel. Yeah. It's a, and it's a, it's, it's, it's got good spice. Yeah. Do you get maple pecans? I get sweetness. Yeah. Dark, dark yeah. chocolate and cinnamon unfold and they're quickly followed by rich flavors of tiramisu and hey, cardamoms again, cardamom cake. Tiramisu is funny. Cause I didn't, I would never have said that. But then once you said yes. that, I'm like, Hmm. This expands to include hints of fennel, lemongrass and lemon zest balancing the creamy full bodied mouthfeel and the finish creamy and sweet, emphasizing cinnamon, toffee and vanilla pudding. It's definitely got a nice sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of that warm sweetness, kind of good for a fall drink. Mm, warm sweetness, yes. Yeah, yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to add a splash of spring water, you get even more viscous and creamy with a vanilla pudding involved into bananas foster. The citrus zest and the lemongrass become more elevated with notes of orange sherbet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so what do you think? Yeah. I like it. Okay. I, for 50 bucks... I like it a lot. Fifty four ninety nine. Yeah, yep. yeah. I remember having the you know when we had this at the at the Bourbon Festival, mm-hmm. I thought it was it was pretty decent for for fifty bucks. Yeah, and, um, 
a lot of flavor. It's what you want out of a bourbon. You know, it's kind of a kind of a good everyday drinker if you're looking for something like that in that price range. Yeah. It's got the age. I mean, yeah, man. that's and, and yeah, the fact that you could get something that has those aged whiskeys and bourbons in it for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. So this next one we're doing is called The Tale of Two Islands. Okay. You want to know what that's about, don't you? I do. Well, I can tell you. <laughs> tell us a little bit about The Tale of Two Islands. Yeah. So in 2018, uh, Barrel produced a legendary Tale of Two Islands rum, which was a Jamaican rum matured in peated islay with single malt barrels. Those empty casks have been used to finish a blend of straight bourbons. This is a classic bourbon with notes of old-fashioned donut and coconut macaroon. Over time, that bourbon slowly leached the brooding peatiness left behind in the barrel staves by smoky Islay whiskey. A splash of water unlocks wild tropical volatiles that are in the calling card of Jamaica's ester-packed rums. This is uh, the blended components in this is uh, Indiana bourbon whiskeys that are five, six, and nine years old and uh, Maryland bourbon whiskeys that are five and six years old. Uh, the mash bill is 73 corn, 23 rye, four malted barley. Now about those notes. On the nose, all the hallmarks of a high rye bourbon are tinted with the smoke of Islay malt. It singes the sage, torches the marshmallow flambés, the banana, and grills the peach. Apricot and candy cherry round out the stone fruit character, while coconut macaroon complements the banana. It's a lot. I'm uh, I'm getting a theme here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get the I don't get the scotch. I don't get the scotch at all. Yeah, I did at first. Okay, but it went away. Yeah, I remember when we when we had this at Barrel. Uh, this, mm-hmm. The scotch was was pre- was very prevalent, mm-hmm. very up front on the nose. But I get just a lot of sweetness on yeah. this. Like the rum is kind of coming through on this one. All right, let's dive in and try this. Definitely got a higher proof. Yep. Yeah. I'm not getting the scotch. I don't either. Really? Yeah. I'm not getting it either. I get, I get a lot of the rum and um, there's a, some oak in there too. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, it's very drying. This says dark chocolate, espresso, and malty porter set the stage. Hmm. They usher in a different side of Islay. This time it's a tarry inky side. You know, the tarry inky side. You don't want to mess with that side. No. No. The texture is waxy. With some gritty tannin that highlights its chalky mineral character. Underneath is still a fruity bourbon, exhibiting notes of candied lemon peel, nectarine, and plum sauce, all enhanced by the rum that previously sat in the barrel. If you really try, you can get a little bit of the peatiness. Little little bit of that. Just a touch. But you gotta you gotta you gotta want it. Oh, I want it. I never want it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> So it says the finish, the waxy texture turns greasy with clarified butter, brisket, and lemon oil. They leave behind burnt caramel, blackberry, and peppercorn. With a splash of spring water, the fruits are tinged with pink, becoming grapefruit, watermelon, lychee. A conga line of pineapple, papaya, and creamsicle issue forth from the rum barrel. Honeycomb and almond croissant anchor everything firmly in bourbon territory. Black licorice, root beer, and lavender reflect back the palate's herbal side. I'm getting spice. Like yeah. that, the peppercorn that you said in there, that, I mean, that resonated. Yeah. Yeah, the spice carries through on the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this one is a little bit more. See, money, you're, you're dishing out eighty four ninety nine for this one. Mm, okay. It's good. 
Yeah. It's, it is good. I, I like it. It's 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 different. It's not a traditional like a rum finished bourbon. Like Mm-mm. no. Like I've had a lot of rum finished bourbons and they tend to be very sweet. The yes. rum really cuts through. This one is a little bit more uh fruity and flowery to mm-hmm. me with like the that that pepper, that spice. Mm-hmm. And um it's not super su- it's sweet, but it's not super sweet. It's sweeter on the nose than it is yes. whenever you actually taste it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. It's really good. Yeah. All right, so for this third one, I'm I'm betting that Sea Money is gonna love this one. I think. I mean, have you, you know me? Have you had an Amberana finished? I don't think yet? I have. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad we. Can. I don't even know what that is. Why don't you tell me what it is? I'm good. Well, I'm glad because we're gonna introduce <laughs> you to this one. So, Amberana is a Brazilian hardwood that they use to uh, they use the the barrels or the staves to to finish bourbon. in now, I wonder if they use that wood to make guitars. Oh, because Brazilian be hardwood gets used a lot in guitar making. And oh. since this is whiskey and rock. You know? Yes, I like that. Huh. Good tie-in. That would be something to look at. Yeah. Might need to research that. Yeah. I have a Brazilian rosewood oh. guitar. But does it smell like this? Amber Can you finish I don't know. You, you told yeah, me I don't let you smell, smell it. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you a little bit about it, please. You, get the nose you can just fill this. up that guitar and finish <laughs> bourbon in it. Yeah. Sure. So this is attic. made up of a five, six, seven, and 10-year-old Indiana and a five-year-old Kentucky 75-21-4 mash bill. It's a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys further matured in Amberana barrels bottled in Kentucky at 116.42 proof. So let's let's get nose notes on this. What do you, what do you think? Oh, I'm getting a lot of pecan, okay. like nuttiness. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to like this. Yes, you are. This is, <laughs> so it says nose. Gingerbread. And they, they nailed this one. Cinnamon yep. and lots of it. Yeah. Yep. Along with other baking spices, it suffuses nearly every other aroma. Heavily spiced horchata, cafe de ola, and banana bread all feature it. Apple fritters and cracker jacks toe the line between sweet and savory. Oh my gosh, just stop now. That's just, <laughs> that is like. Yeah. I knew you would love this. That's the sea money blend C- right there. Cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon a, toast crunch oh, is yeah. a way it's always I've heard yeah. described that people. And I got to really say, like, like we, we I think we had the four. Was it the four eight amberana we had? Yeah, I just, it was way too much amberana. It was a lot of amberana. Yeah, yeah. And what I think they told us was it depends on how long you put the amberana staves in there. Some of them are only in there like a day. Yeah, a day or two days. Oh, if really? You, if you're longer than that, it's yeah, way I, cinnamon. I've it's had like, a, Doc Swinson's has one that I think they left in for like two days, three days tops. Uh-huh. And the RD one, I think they only finish for a few days as well. Yeah, because it's it's very power, it's very potent. Yeah, if you leave it in for more than that, it's like having cinnamon toast crunch, eating it all, and then adding more cinnamon <laughs> to the milk, and then drinking that milk. Yeah, that's basically what yeah. it's like. Well, that sounds perfect. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, let's let's. I try want it. a candle. I want I, a candle. I knew this. you would love this. That's why <laughs> yes. I asked you to be on this one. Right, let's try it. That's really good. I love this. So the texture is rich and buttery mm-hmm. here too. These oak derived spices predominate with licorice root joining the assemblage. Pumpkin pie is reinforced by masala chai and ginger beer. More traditional bourbon flavors of tarragon, verjuice, V-E-R-J-U-S. Hmm. Verjuice? Ver, ver, verjuice. Their use? Okay. Yeah, sure. And okay. lemon meringue pie keep the oak in check. The finish is an array of citrus peels, welcomes in cider apples with dirty martini. Sweeter than the palate, notes of Hefeweizen and dark Cuban rum persist on the tongue, thanks to some grippy tannins. I don't know if it's just because we're coming off of Thanksgiving or what, but this is like, this is fall in a cup. Yes. yes. This, this pumpkin this is, pie, mm-hmm. like... 
says, get the uh, fireplace going yes. or, or get the solo stove going yes. and yep. sit around and this is what you want in your hand. So with a splash of spring water, the sweet and savory balance begins to teeter. As sweetness gains the upper hand, one finds white chocolate, honeycomb, and graham cracker. Ooh. Then it seesaws the other way, revealing sugar snap pea and skillet cornbread. A bit of the underlying whiskey surfaces here to show off honeydew melon, passion fruit, and jasmine. The palette paints a botanical portrait with strokes of lilac and chive blossom. It's anchored in loamy soil with a salty streak along the finish. I don't know if it's I get all that. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it's like who writes these or just the way that you read them. Do you like it? It's really great, but it's also like, okay, guys, we need to simplify this a little bit. Oh, okay. It's like they play word association. It is. That's that's pretty much what it that's is. That's why this podcast yeah. exists. Yes. We need to simplify this. Yeah. Yes. It is. Yeah. There's cinnamon and the buttery kind of yep. mouthfeel. Like that's 100%. It is cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Um the grand cinnamon grams, is that what it's called? Uh, golden grams? Golden, golden grams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's some yeah. golden grams in there for sure. Yeah. So this one is also eighty four ninety nine. I'm buying that all yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, I knew you would. Yeah. I might go after this show and, and buy it. I know yeah, where they can, might have can some. Can I buy it? You yeah. can buy it. It you is now on shelves. Okay. Yeah. Very but limited, though. Very limited. Very limited. And it's selling. People love it. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. All right. So out of these three, where do you land? Uh, I think out of out of these three, I think the Amberana takes it. Yeah. I, I, would, I would go Amberana, Founders, then the uh, the two islands. Same. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. the same place. And what's yeah. nice about the Amberana is that it's not, it's also not overly sweet. No, it's it's very well balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not that because some of the Ambaranas that I've had, uh, they're, they're very cloyingly sweet, mm-hmm. or it's almost annoying. It's too sugary, but uh, there's you get a little bit of sweetness with it. But that the balance is really good. Yeah. If I'm just drinking something neat, it's the Ambarana. If I'm making an old fashioned, it's the foundation. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Look at that. Aren't you glad you were here today? I'm, we're glad, glad you were here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I work here, so it's tough for me not to you, be here. You do work here. We, yeah. Truth, truth be told, we use uh, C-Money's basement for our <laughs> studio. So thanks, C-Money. Yes. I'm just feeling very thankful. I'm, I'm feeling very thankful. Very thankful. Yeah. Hopefully everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And yeah. if you're going shopping this weekend, we got some good ones for you. We do have some good ones yep. for you. Go pick pick up a bottle if you can find it. Yeah, definitely. Are you guys already decorated for Christmas? No, we don't do Christmas until after Thanksgiving. I appreciate that. So just that. today you're starting? So, yeah. So so today would, yeah, actually probably, uh, I think last night we we started pulling some stuff out. And yeah. Now my daughter has already decorated her room. Okay. But that's her space. Yeah. You, that's allowed. Yeah, yeah it's allowed. It's her yeah. space. But yep. as far as, like, we have a very clear delineation between you do Halloween, then you do Thanksgiving, then you do Christmas. I love that. Yeah. That's how we are too, except. I, I do hire a guy to put my Christmas lights on my house because it's super high up and I, I can't do heights. And his wife this year was going to have a baby in November. So he put yes. our Christmas lights up like October 30th. Yeah. But we have not plugged them in. Yeah, you don't want to do that because HOA, do that HOA will come after you. Too. No, we're going to do it today. <laughs> day after Thanksgiving. We're going to plug them in. This I'm, is it. I'm good with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I put mine up last week. Did you plug them in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you went all the in. inside lights. Yeah, we got the tree up. So, anyway, see, money. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for thanks. taking your Black Friday and coming and joining us so we could get this episode out for everybody to hear today. I'm really glad I was here. Yeah, me too. 
And thanks to Barrel Bourbon for sending all these uh, good pours. If you want more information, just go to BarrelBourbon.com. I think you can actually purchase on their site also. If you can't find yes. them in your stores, you can buy there. Okay. So once again, today we have the Foundation, the Tale of Two Islands, and the Amberana Finished Bourbons. Yep. Until next week, when we get into December. Mm. Mm. Start getting into Christmas. Every episode is a Christmas episode. Every episode. Could be. You know what? For, for the listeners, every episode is a gift. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's the gift that happens all year round, though, yeah. really. The gift goes on. Yeah. Yeah. And on and on and, and on. on. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. It doesn't end here. For all things whiskey and rock, and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at whiskeyandrock.com. That's whiskey, A-N-D, rock. And of course, follow us, share us, do it, like it, love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock is produced by Mead Man and is a Wise Company production. Our show is brought to you by Zoom. For more information, go to zoomcorp.com.